Welcome back to Top Dogs. In today's episode, we'll embark on the journey into the shadows, exploring hunted hideaways and paranormal phenomena. We'll be sharing our experiences and unravel the mysteries lurking in the unseen corners of our world. It's just not our stories, but even videos we have encountered. I'm Stream Arkadad. And I'm with Blash Wolf. Now, today, uh, Fiction is not going to be with us today. He had a medical emergency with us concerning his sister. Uh, he told me not to worry. Everything is under control. So, sadly, he won't be here for today. So, it's only going to be me and Whiplash. So, to start off, Whiplash, have you ever visited a place that is said to be haunted? Can you share your experience? So, I feel like I have. It's just, have I experienced anything myself? I have not. Because where I live at is the second oldest settlement in America. And where I live at, there are quite a few buildings that are hundreds of years old. At least 100. I think the oldest one we have is like 200 years old. I'm sure there are some like you know, haunted aspects of these buildings, but have I ever tried going out to find myself? No. Do I want to, though? Yes. Me personally, uh, I've I was actually invited by my sister, who is a TV show producer. She's been doing it for a few years now, and she's been absolutely enjoying it. And I'm a very skeptical person concerning, like, paranormal uh, activities. And she inv invited me to visit the uh, Randolph County Asylum in, in Winchester. And I gotta say, it was quite an experience. I still don't believe in ghosts. But nonetheless, there were some really odd things that happened that made it quite... Uh, interesting let's just say um we're gonna go into more details later on going through the episode um i'll tell about more about that but this is the only place i've been so far now i know my sister wants to bring me to other episode i ended up being a very valuable asset uh because of my tinkering skill i've actually ended up making gadgets on the fly to help us f with our ghost investigation which uh, was ended up being really fun pulling out my macgyver style my macgyver style my macgyver side <laughs> sorry about that. it's always something i find really fun and it's fun to make new tools and people appreciate what you do and it helps with the investigation um, I know she wants me to bring me to other places. Uh, I don't know the list exactly, but um, yeah, I'm looking forward to more recording with the episodes and stuff. Um, so I'm going to ask you, Whiplash, uh, what is the most haunted area location near you? And can you tell us stories about it? So uh, where we have has actually been on, we have a lighthouse that's been actually been on Ghost Adventures and... What's that other show that was on sci-fi for a long time? It was like Ghost Hunters or something like that? Yeah, it sounds about right. I don't perfectly remember, but it sounds about that. So, we have a lighthouse. It is, um, I think, 100. I think it was built in, like, 1820s. So, it was a very, very, very old lighthouse. Um, I have a family. They used to live there, and... Is it kind of weird, like, how some of these stories have, like, a person in a family that goes insane and kills their family? 
Oh boy. Yeah, that's kind of what happened here. So there's a story that there's a girl in the like there's a girl in the white dress, you know, like fucking the grudge almost, but not like the grudge <laughs> that you can see walking down the staircase of the stair like stairwells inside the lighthouse. Or if you're from the outside, sometimes she'll be standing at the very top on the outside just looking down at you. I know, right? And then there's also, since there's wooden boards, there's floorboards in the the uh, lighthouse. There is a spot on the boards themselves that is just dry blood. And anytime it gets, like, cleaned up, like, and there's no more, like, dry blood on the, like, floorboards, they just reappear out of nowhere. So, so they've, they just put a rug over it to keep it hidden from, like, people who go there. Tourists, like, they... Hide it away so tourists can actually see it unless they show it to them. I actually haven't been there myself. I just know that it's a very, very, like, well-haunted place that we have here. Have you ever actually considered visiting it? Visiting it? And how far is it from you? It's not that far. It's, like, maybe a 35-minute drive. It's just... Hmm. Uh, I want to go. But I also want to go with friends. But just like my friends, they're also skeptical about, you know, the afterlife, as you are. Or at least yeah. ghosts existing. I just want to go just to see. All right, like, I would love to do just like a night visit there if I could. If I see a ghost, if I get the shit scared out of me, hey, whatever, I'll believe it and I'll never sleep again. <laughs> hmm. I think it would be fun, honestly. For having tried it myself, being part of a paranormal investigation, it is quite interesting. And I think, I think the funniest part is those people that truly believe how easily freaked out they get over the tiniest thing. Is a whole comedy show in itself. It, it's quite funny, actually. My sister has some footage where. Uh, we put the guy in the basement and there was a woman that took her own life uh, because she couldn't stand being there anymore and she was abandoned by her family and everybody and apparently you can actually legitimately talk to her and we had a REM pod going on and uh, the REM pod tripped when he asked her a question and he freaked out and he started running and we had security cameras with microphones and we just like busted our butts laughing it was so funny i'll go into more detail about that scene but that was that was super epic it was one of the highlights of the show i never saw that guy run so fast it was crazy uh me so, my most haunted oh go ahead i was just gonna say about that like i don't understand the afterlife if ghosts are real or not but in a scenario where someone took their own life and you're by yourself in a very dark spot in a basement when it's night outside and you can't see i feel like there's a lot of like aspects in that time where you like you're very um what's it called is your uh you're open like you're uh god how am i not thinking of this word right now uh your body will believe anything. Your mind will believe anything that exists. So if you hear one small little thing, or like you said, your guys heard that thing trip off, your mind is merely going to go from like 60 to like 1,000 immediately. Oh, yeah. It sure does. <laughs> oh, man. I In my area, um, I've looked it up. I haven't really looked up for haunted places in my area. I don't really know, but I did a bit of research and there's apparently uh, a place called the Holy Trinity Church in Quebec City. 
apparently anywhere from Quebec City to Montreal, uh, which is in the province of Quebec in Canada, there's about uh, about 10 places, but the Holy Trinity Church was one of the most popular ones. Um, I don't fully know its backstory, but it's apparently it's one of the most popular in my area and i might look into it with my sister and go um word of advice if you heard about some place that has some paranormal activity please do not go alone uh go, always go with some people bring some flashlight bring some warm clothing and make sure your batteries are fully charged because apparently when you go to places where there's paranormal activity the batteries unexpectedly just drain themselves so bring like a usb battery pack or like um a battery backup and you leave it in your car not inside the haunted place so that if something happened you're able to contact the authorities if something were to happen but yeah the, this this church is somewhat interesting i would definitely have to look up uh about it and do a bit more digging and see if i i'm willing to go with some friends but definitely going on <laughs> paranormal investigation is really a fun thing to do it's kind of scary but please do not go alone um so so whiplash has there been any media videos you have stumbled upon whether it be youtube tiktok it's etc that have like scary videos like what's like the creepiest thing you've seen happen on those videos online like i would tell like Realistic like videos, people actually going out on Hans, or were you talking about like people just making scary fake videos to just scare people with? Yeah, I've I've noticed there's a lot of fake videos out there, and I'm a very I'm very skeptic about paranormal activity. Sadly, I believe that once it's over, it's over, and there's no such thing as souls. But I do believe that there's an energy among us, something that we don't truly understand. You know, when you have little voices inside you that says, like, you shouldn't do this because something's bad's going to happen. And then you actually listen and actually something bad happened. Now, I do believe that there's something going on that we don't fully understand. But spirits to me are a bit like, yeah, doesn't make much sense. So every time I see like paranormal activity videos and they've been shows and stuff, I love to try to understand how they actually made it happen. And my mother ended up showing me a few episodes on TV where it would it looked really, really believable until I paused the video at the right moment and I saw the infrared light from the night vision cameras reflect off a fishing line that was pulling a piece of wood across the room and a chair. And I was like, I knew it, it was fake. <laughs> and you can tell because it's it's a very linear motion that follows that blip and it's just that camera just tilting down a tiny bit and you see that flash of light it's it's really obvious that's the thing with infrared lights is that you're able to see things that normally you don't and it's a double-edged sword and people didn't anticipate that and when they they walk up to rooms and they oh here's look there's a ritual there's posters and they have those tiny little candlelights and they're all lit up as they walk into the room the thing is those candles they only last two to four hours so clearly was there somebody that was there before that lit them up so usually when i see those videos i'm very skeptic but the ones that trip me the most are when i'm seeing people being lifted off their bed or like clothes fly off the room that that is kind of thing that i can find trippy at times Do, have you seen any of those before 
I, yeah, I've seen those. Like, I've seen compilations on YouTube where it's like, some of them, uh, it's like those top 15, top 10, top 6, like something, something, blah, 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 this. Some of them are very well done. I will give them that. Some of them are very well done. And then some of them are very hard to explain if it's real or not. That's the ones that get you. Like, either it's realistic, like it's real, something happened. Or people are just very good at production. Yeah. But I'm not sure. I guess there are people who would go that far to actually fool someone. Also, I just kind of looked up, like, more haunted places around where I live at. I actually can't believe I forgot about quite a few places. <laughs> we have uh, two forts, actually, where I live at that were used during the Civil War. So um, those have been, like, known to be very haunted because Civil or the, uh, the Confederate soldiers, a lot of people died there. Yeah, it makes so, sense. Mm -hmm. So those, uh, those we have a church, but of course, why would not church not be uh, haunted? Two cemeteries, a Sanger Theater, which I've been to actually that theater. It's a very old, very old building. It's nice in the inside, but you kind of get like cold, like breezes sometimes through that place, which is kind of weird. I don't question it, but it's like, huh, interesting. <laughs> not the AC There's system. Definitely it doesn't have AC. <laughs> Yeah, there's definitely some places you walk into and you feel this really weird vibe. When I went to the um, Randolph County Asylum, the moment I walked into that room, the way it's structured actually is this asylum or infirmary was meant for people that couldn't work or they were very ill and they were going to die at some point or people that couldn't take care of them. Uh, uh, they had this asylum or infirmary, but it was not just crazy people. It was regular people, retired people, and they had three floors with two separate wings, but, uh, well, two separate halves, and there was a long concrete wall that would separate both halves. One was for the men and women, uh, one for was female women, and the other one was for men. And uh, the top floors were the more like normal everyday Joe uh, people. Then as you went down to the bottom floors, that's where the more people that were mentally unstable, uh, people that were under quarantine because they had a, a very contagious disease, they were there. And everybody had kind of their thing going on, and they had uh, the top. the 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 attic was actually like like the gym space. It was a very very open space. And it's it's just it's just crazy. The, these environments, man. You walk into these place, and then the guy gives you a tour during daylight, and it explains every single room who they were, uh, who lived in them, and what happened. And you get this chill in your body. It's really something. Like you can feel it. It's really crazy. It's 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 hard to explain, but like it's 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 quite a unique experience. <laughs> Um, Whiplash, uh, why do you think people are so fascinated by hunted places and ghost stories? I think it comes to a point where people see, like, this old building that's been abandoned and has overgrowth now, and it just looks dark, it looks, it just looks like it has some secrets holding within, the, within it, like, it's quite old. There's some people who could be dead. They believe in, like, maybe they believe in afterlife. So they believe that some spirits may not cross over that border to the afterlife. And they're just stuck in, um, what's that in-between called? 
I can't yeah. remember. Um, uh, I know what's the word in French. I don't know what it is uh, in English, but in French it's called le limbe. L-I-M-B-E. Limbe. Um, if if Sakura doesn't mind just putting I, I, in front, the word of the day, wherever that word is. <laughs> the word of the day. Or ask, uh, Lewis is going to put in the video edit. He's been doing a fantastic job editing our videos. Yes, he um, Yeah. Do you think it's part of because of the mystery and like what's going on, if it's going to happen to them or not? Yeah, like if whenever they pass, do they think they actually will go into whatever they believe in? Like if, you know, let's say if there's a heaven to hell, does someone go to hell? Someone goes to heaven. Oh, purgatory. That's what it's called. Purgatory. Ah, uh, yes. Yes. If someone believes they're going to stay in purgatory and just like how some of these people will just sit there and just hunt either like their loved ones or maybe they die in a certain spot and you know it's not at their house maybe it's somewhere on the side of the road because i've seen also videos like that themselves or maybe it's like in a hotel room like there's so many different spots where you see all this activity happen at yeah I, I think people, the reason why they're so fascinated by Haunted Places and Ghost Stories is just, like, the fact that it's just out of the common. Like, it's it's so weird. It's unusual. It, you can't explain it. Bunch of random, crazy stuff happen. And I, I think people are, are very curious because they kind of want to, you know, see it with their own eyes. Like, with, with media nowadays, with mostly with AI, it's so easy to fake a lot of footage and make up stuff and special effects. And I think a lot of people are kind of skeptic. Skeptic, even though they see the video, they kind of like, huh, I wish uh, I could feel how it's like and be there. So I think a lot of people are curious towards that. But just a lot of people, a lot of, uh, wonder about what happens once you pass away. And they, some people do believe in purgatory and have hopes that maybe they can reach out to these people and try to understand what they've been through. But I think just. The mystery and the curiosity is really what drives people to try to figure out and understand what's going on. And I gotta be, I gotta be honest, I'm kind of guilty because even though I don't believe in ghost stories, there's like those supernatural effect, uh, things happening that I've seen, and I'm, I'm like, damn, how is that even possible? <laughs> how do you see that? I know, right? <laughs> yeah. Do you know about any of the tools that they use uh, when they do the investigation? Because I know a few, but I'm curious to to know if you know any of the common tools they use for paranormal activity investigations. So, um, besides playing uh, Phasophobia... <laughs> Which is a good so, starting point. It's a good starting point. Yes, I love Phasmophobia. <laughs> I never so, play alone with that. Sorry, my language. <laughs> to be fair, though, it is like in VR chat, uh, not VR chat, but in VR, oh my god, Phasmophobia is terrifying, especially the way it is now. Like, I used to play that game religiously, and it was fun. It was fun. I'd go to the ghost and be like, you jingle and get me, and then, like, they start updating the game, and now I'm like, I, I can't run that far. I'm gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the running in that game is like you're doing it so you get scared to run away from the ghost but it's like in real life like if you were like if you ran out of stamina that fast you'd be like a 700 pound person trying to run away like it's not it's not how that would be i'd be fall i would break myself through the window of the house if i had to I'd oh just, my god you'll <laughs> just dive through it <laughs> 
I'm getting the heck out of here. It just dies out the window. Man, I played this yes. game a few times. We should play all three together. I think it would be very interesting. Maybe we could do a Halloween episode or something. I think that would be great. Sakura is on board fail. for this. Sakura, let's do it. I mean, yeah, but, I think uh, it would be funny. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. I was going to say, just answer your question. Yes, yes, yes. So, um, EFM Reader, I know that one for sure. I've seen that, like, in the shows and such, I use that. I like to use a spirit box, which I'm not sure what is that, what they, like, terminally call it. I just know that's what it's called for us to understand, to speak to the dead. And then, uh, what is it? What else was that? No, I'm not going to take all the things from, like, the game, because I feel like some of the things from the game is just meant for the game itself, like, you know, the writing, handwriting, because we know some ghosts like to just, like, push things off edges, or maybe move something across the ground, or maybe flicker a light, or have a ghost orb go past a camera, and then... People like to say it's either a dust particle or, you know, an actual spirit orb going across. Stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, from, from personal experience doing the uh, investigation, we used a few tools, but um, one of the main ones we used the most was the REM pod. Now, the REM pod is actually a device with an antenna that detects proximity. It changes in capacitance. Now, everybody is connected to the ground, and as you get closer to a metal surface, you create capacitance, which stores energy. Now, the REM pod has four, five, five states. An idle, a first level of, of proximity, second, third, and fourth. There was also a temperature sensor, but that thing kept going off all the time. And... From my experience, when we put the REM pod in the basement where the lady that was going kind of crazy because she had syphilis, and back then it was it was something you could, you know, die from, uh, she was kind of going insane, and when she took her own life, we actually used the REM pod to try to communicate with her. And by asking questions, we've reached level three on the REM pods, and the guys were absolutely losing their minds because as paranormal investigators, they never had that result before. So it was really crazy and kind of got the adrenaline pumping for sure. Um, we had microphones with high sensitivity that always helped to pick up background noises. We didn't have any RFM readers, but we had spirit boxes, which are little boxes with antennas and with different radio frequencies. They have a bank of word uh, that will show on the screen and be spoken out loud. There's also the thing with the radio frequency that keeps switching radio frequencies and then will randomly shoot words. Now, this device, I don't really like it. I don't feel like it does anything. It's just random to me. Uh, but the spirit box with the word was one of the other things that freaked us out the most because we asked question and it actually answered stuff that actually made sense with our questions. So that was quite a unique experience. There's also been a new device on the market. The last one I want to talk about is they use a Kinect and the Kinect is able to trace skeleton figures when it sees shapes in 3D. And uh, apparently there was a guy that used to kind of pose like this next to a chimney and I stood by and apparently the guy was standing on my head at some point. But kind of <laughs> felt a little bit bonkers to me. Um, the thing is, me... An electronic oh device is not going to prove anything to me. If I see like a water tap starting to turn and then start dripping or like a winter coat just goes flying, like to me, that's actual paranormal activity. But electronic gadget, I'm always skeptical. 
Um, so yeah. <laughs> what was your favorite gadget to use in uh, Phasmophobia? What is the one that you use the most? I like using the EMFM reader because it kind of gives you like an actual like reading depending on where they may be at in the house like depending if it's like two three four or five like if you get a sort of reading it could be in that general vicinity of the house or area of the house so it gives you an idea now since I haven't played the game in a hot minute I'm not sure if they've like updated that so it was much more harder to understand Hmm. I'm not sure. I haven't played it for a little while. It's it's been kind of long for me. It's been <clears> for me, so I'm pretty sure if we go play. We're not gonna we're not gonna win the first. We're probably not gonna win the entire night <laughs> yeah. unless we get a ghost that's just too scared to come out. <laughs> is there a place or uh, is there a haunted place that you like to visit or at some point in your life, or it's you kind of like, nah, this is way too scary for me. I'm not going. Like some place you've heard a lot of stories about. So, not like places I've heard about. Okay, so there's like a few places I remember seeing like on the Travel Channel when I used to watch it religiously. But, okay, anywhere else, like I wouldn't mind not going to an asylum because I feel like that's the one spot if there were to be like paranormal activity because of what people go through there. And you feel like those people's lives were horrible, so they're probably, if they were stuck in purgatory, it would definitely be at a, you know, asylum. But have you heard about the Winchester house? No. The person who invented the Winchester rifle. So apparently all the people, or most of the people who were killed by a Winchester rifle or anything made by Winchester, haunted the uh, husband who invented the company. They're not the husband, they haunted her his wife at their house and apparently she heard voices in the house and they pretty much told her to keep building onto the house until she died to satisfy the souls that were killed by her husband's weapons and oh. it's considered to be a very very haunted place and it's weird because the way she like constructed the building there are stairwells that lead to nowhere there are doors that go to nowhere it is just it's a very interesting place to go to. Like, I can't remember where it's at, but that's one place I'd like to go to. But around me, I was talking about the forts earlier. I feel like, you know, Civil War. Civil War was definitely a hellacious time in history. And people were just killed like nothing. So being able to go to one of the forts around where I live at would probably be a very intriguing section because I've been to them before in the daytime and there are spots you just walk through that are just cold in summertime like immensely cold yeah I is I you get a weird feeling when you go into the forts because of the history they have yeah what do you think about some of the the? I'm gonna bring up the gadgets again, but I've I've, I've just thought of something. But do, do you think that there's gadgets that they use that are completely bonkers to you? That doesn't prove anything to you, in your opinion? Uh, I feel like sometimes. I mean, I'm not sure. I don't know, like the very like mechanics behind it. But like sometimes you feel like with like talking to spirits through you know electromagnetic waves, 
that sometimes maybe they may be interfered by something else. It could cause a voice to come through. Or, you know, just something like that. Because electronics can sometimes have, you know, miscommunications with something else in the house. Like, there could be objects in the house cause that to go off. Now, I'm not sure, like, what object, but I feel like anything that uses electronics, they could possibly do that. Because there's been, like, a lot of, like, whenever they do these ghost adventures, that sometimes they try to prove that there was no ghost, depending on what's in that room or what's around the place itself that could cause it. Yeah, uh, I know the spirit box is the one that projects, like, tells you a word. Uh, it's very important, it says on the manual, to not carry any sort of electronic devices. So, so we got rid of our phones and everything. The only thing we had in hand was a camera, because everybody, we needed to get point of view of everything. Me, the thing with the radio that, like, randomly says word, I, I feel it's just random, and you can draw any conclusion, because, because most people, they kind of, you know, answer their own questions. They're looking for something... Yeah, for certain answers and they will give it a logical explanation so that it makes sense so me any sort of gadget that allows for ambiguity like that is off the chart and me it's the the mag light flashlight where you kind of twist just on the edge of turning on and then you ask questions and they're like okay if you're here turn on the flashlight and then the flashlight goes on I'm like okay turn off the flashlight and then it turns off that's a false contact. That's what I deal with in my everyday job, dealing with false contact. To me, it doesn't prove anything because the flashlight at some point just kept going on and off and on and off and on and off. It's just made no sense to me. That was that was the one tool that I truly don't believe works at all. But, you know, some people, they use Ouija boards, too. Uh, that's always subjective, too. I don't know. Um, I will say, but, I would agree with you, like... I feel like we need something like physical to happen, like a chair move, maybe a door opens, maybe, like I said, maybe something gets thrown. Like something physical like that would probably freak me the fuck out. <laughs> yeah, that, that's kind of what I've been looking through my experiences. I'm like, I want to see something move. I don't want an electronic device to tell me there's a ghost here. No, that's not enough for me. <laughs> I need evidence. I need scientific facts. And the problem is I find with these devices is that how do you make a tool that is based off theories? Now, there's no actual science, science because we haven't captured a ghost to test things on. It's just... People are making speculation, turns out it's working, and I think through trial and error, they got something working, but at the base of it, how can you prove something that it works? Because something like that should be, you should be able to reproduce the result multiple times. Now, it seems to me that it's sometime random. I do admit that through my personal investigation, I've noticed that there were some weird patterns happening and it was really freaking creepy and I got goosebumps out of it and the people were screaming and I was laughing at them, which was great in itself. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, I don't know, man. It's, I'm still very skeptical, uh, skeptical, but I want to be proven wrong. I want to be proven wrong. I think it's interesting. And my sister told me that I brought a different aspect to the show she was recording and an alternative thinking on the situation what it could have triggered thing um have you had like anything happen to you that you couldn't explain at all like a weird event that happened and it's like how's that even possible i mean it's a possibility it's just i can't remember anything because like 
sometimes like your mind will think of something else that will you know cross that out like it couldn't be anything paranormal it's just something like the wind or maybe there was someone else there who did it and they just like went away somewhere quickly it's like your mind tries to think of reasons instead of like immediately going to the opposite side of reasoning it's like oh it's a paranormal activity there's someone here that i can't see so i mean i can't really tell i mean i've really never been to like a place the after dark apparently when all the paranormal activity happens because i've always been with friends maybe the closest thing possibly is going through the forts and it's just cold like it's cold in summertime you feel like a f like it has stone walls and everything but it's 105 degrees outside and it's chilly inside the fort it shouldn't be a thing <laughs> yeah it's it's there's some weird stuff sometimes like that that happens it's hard to explain it it's like okay maybe it's a wind gust but yeah there's no windows <laughs> that's not even possible exactly yeah all right so guys uh just a reminder subscribe to our youtube channel and hit that notification bell as it will notify us uh if, every time we post a new video or content online follow us on our audio platforms and leave us a rating as that will help us out a lot uh remember to join our discord and telegram check uh links for all of these are in the link tree down below in the description and uh if you don't do that uh whiplash is going to threaten you for some with something Oh no. You better go subscribe to all our audio platforms. Or I'm gonna come haunt your house by eating all your chips. Oh no. Not my chips. These are my Eat favorite. Please don't. No! <laughs> and they're gone! Alright guys, so we're calling all our Top Dogs fan. You want some cool stuff? You can by subscribing to our server subscription on Discord or Patreon. Become a podcast supporter today to get exclusive raw and uncut footage of your favorite podcast episodes. Join supporter meetups and talk with the podcast team and other podcast supporters. Plus, get a custom-made paw emoji and other goodies that come with our $2.99 a month subscription. But wait! There's more. Upgrade to the podcast supporter plus and get episode voting, supporter feedback, and be part of the live audience for only $5.99 a month. Plus, get sneak peeks of upcoming ideas, merchandising, and more. You don't have to join these subscriptions, but it does help us out a lot. And for everyone that has subscribed, thank you so much from the bottom of our hearts. So after all you've been through, Whiplash, do you like from what you heard and what you've seen? Do you believe in supernatural in supernatural events, or are you a skeptic? Have you changed? Um, has your view changed over the over the years? It is kind of hard. Like since I really have never like experienced it myself yet, I'm not sure what to actually think of. Like I can look at all the videos online and feel like, huh. It's hard to explain or even just think of like other reasonings and be like, huh, that's obviously fake. <laughs> I would like to like try to question my mindset and actually go to one of these places and actually see it for myself. To actually get some questionings going on there. But at the moment, I'm still like, I'm stuck in the middle. I don't believe there's anything in the afterlife but 
I don't know. Same time. You can't really know. You don't know until anything happens, until you pass away, and then you'll find out for yourself. Yeah. Well, it's it's a it's an unprecise and unexact science that has results that are really hard to reproduce. They're completely random. Uh, they can happen for multiple reasons. I like to find logic between every single event I've witnessed. From the paranormal investigation that I've been through, we've recorded nine occurrences of paranormal activity, and I was there for seven of them. And I was sent there to be just a camera operator, a technician, and I ended up making wireless microphones, high-sensitivity microphone, uh, high-sensitive microphone setups with cameras. I ended up being part of the investigation more than I was supposed to. And even at the end of the investigation, those hallways, man, they're really long and they're really goddamn dark. And at the end, we had placed like cameras at the end of each hallways and you could see the halo of the infrared lights. At the end of the investigation, it was four or five in the morning. I, would, I was so desperate to have something physical happen that I was legitimately walking down those hallways, those six hallways in totals, no flashlight, just looking at the camera and just walking. I was like, come at me, bro. <laughs> Sadly, nothing happened. I kind of wish it did because I've heard report where if you would say that this person is a whore and she did it on purpose, even though she got, you know, sexually, you know, it was other people people that were doing stuff to her um she would get really frustrated and apparently she would push you against the walls and i was trying to get that to happen and just never did and i want to be proven wrong sadly i don't but i'm open-minded to be proven wrong and i'm actually looking forward to the next experience if my sister does decide to invite me apparently her team really liked me a lot you know what i think maybe it would probably be me to too do. That'd probably be me too. It's like if you get there like nine o'clock, eight o'clock at night, get started on your investigation, and then you work all the way through the morning and nothing happens, you probably just get like you want to satisfy your want or need. <laughs> I'd probably do the same yeah. thing. I'd probably just just try to find like the most aggravating thing to make them do something to me. Just just the one. I just <laughs> want to know what it happens. I just want to know what you exist. I just want to know something is there and instead of just like just nothing happening because then you're just gonna be like huh i guess this is a dud maybe we should go somewhere else and try it again yeah honestly at the same time i kind of wish like there was some way to contact spirits and it was actually a thing i could actually reach out to my father and maybe have a conversation with him and see how he's doing or maybe talk with thunder see how he's doing in doggy paradise i think that would be great can't really talk with them but you know just interact would be great but oh well it's it's life and we got to move on it's it's not easy but uh some there's some people that passed away that would love to know their story because they've been through a lot of stuff that's the one thing where if you go to a haunted place and there's actually like, people that are taking care of the place to make sure it doesn't goes to shambles and just crumbles uh, they will actually give you a tour and explain you the story of what's been going on. And I think that's a really key element if you're going to go to a haunted place because it's going to really set the mood for the investigation and you'll know what to look for. They'll tell you usually what happens. And you can usually like filter what you, what's going to happen, what you believe or not. Um, but yeah. That's true. Yeah, that's very true. You know, I kind of thought about just going to the graveyard too. Because... I mean, nothing is as 
spooky like a graveyard at night. <laughs> yeah. Mostly when there's this morning fog that settles on top of the grass when it's like four or five or six. That gets really creepy. <laughs> mm -hmm. So, if you would go on a paranormal investigation, what would you bring in your tool bag? What would be your set? Uh... I do have a GoPro. I'd probably just take a GoPro with me. Just have a chest, like, chest-mounted GoPro. I mean, I'm not sure how much, like, ghost equipment is. Maybe I would buy, like, something, like, an electronic reader, maybe. They're, they're very expensive, I can tell you. Just yeah. that EMF reader from uh, Phasmophobia. Very simple device with, like, six LEDs or five. It's $200. <laughs> not even kidding. It's Bro. absolutely outrageous. But it's such a niche thing and there's not a lot of people that buy them so there's still like a lot of these devices that you buy they're actually handmade some of them like the circuit has been made it's like acrylic and abs like or rem pods they were like a four inch abs lid with a plexiglass uh the spirit box was actually 3d printed but it worked pretty well uh so it it really depends but if you don't consider budget like you would bring your gopro what else would you bring you know what? No considered budget. Then probably an EFM reader, maybe you know a radio box to actually be able to talk with someone that's dead. Uh, and I know something about infrared light can also help with situations. I don't know how. I'd have to probably look up more information about that myself. Uh, just cameras set up around. Probably you know what, like a camera to set up in every single room because why not? Full coverage. Unless it's a asylum, because that'd be expensive. <laughs> yeah. It can get pricey pretty quickly. Personally, if I were to do it this experiment again, um, having a security system, a camera security system that you can deploy really quickly with cables and just make it work, to me that's an absolute most must. And it require you need to have cameras that have the microphone on them because these are it can be a key element. Uh, a hypersensitive microphone with like live feedback that you can listen to with a recorder would be something I would bring. The REM pods were really efficient during our investigation. The EMF readers could work. We didn't really use them. Uh, the spirit box was absolutely a must for me, in my opinion. Um, walkie-talkies. If you're going to be with a team, walkie-talkies are a must as well. Um, any sort of way to transmit audio wirelessly would be really good. If you get those lavaliers, that would be a good thing, though everybody could connect to a central station and have an operator that takes care. And everybody with infrared night vision cameras. GoPros are good. The only drawback is that they only do color. They don't do night vision. And if you use an infrared spotlight with the camera, you won't see anything because they have an infrared lens. Uh, filter on the inside of the lens that makes it so that you can't see at night that would probably be the thing I would also get a lot of documentation ahead of time just doing research don't necessarily needs to take note but just to have a lot of research to know exactly what I'm getting into and uh, get a good sleeping mattress as well because <laughs> uh, when it's going to be 5 or 6 in the morning and the investigation is going to be done you're going to be tired as hell and bring plenty of snacks I had uh, Katie Cups my uh, craft dinner cups on the go to take in the microwave. <laughs> <laughs> Those are delicious. I discovered something new. Very bad for your health, but they're still great. Anything good is bad for you. <laughs> depends. It depends. 
Oh man, oh, there's so much things. There's so much thing I, I would love to talk about the uh, the episode. Can I, can I tell you what's the weirdest thing that happened during your investigation? The ultimate weirdest thing that happened to me that even scared me a little bit. What's that? So there are four floors in total, including if you're going to the attic. And we did a bit of back and forth going up the ladder, uh, the stairs, uh, to set up equipment. And at some point, we decided to talk with the judge that does those mock trials on the top floor as a fun thing to uh, you know just entertain himself because he used to be a judge and retired and so he would do those mock trials and apparently if we would gather in the circle we could actually legitimately ask him questions so we decide to like my sister and somebody brought a camera rolling and they had the spirit box and they started asking questions it's like, hey, uh, how's it going? Is there anything going on? And then all of a sudden, it said deal in front of the thing. So they were like, okay, you want to do a deal about what? And then right before that, people started complaining that their legs hurt and they were tired. And I just had a car accident and I had a busted knee. I was still able to run and do stuff, but it was like, it was kind of sore. I was recovering. So it was really odd. So we started the investigation, then we he said deal, and then my sister asked more about it, and they said legs. And everybody like freaked out because everybody's leg was hurting. Like these are people that do training and they're they, they're in shape. They they're very fit. So it was just like crazy. And the guys just freaked out, yelled, and started running down in the basement. So my sister and I, I was like, you know what? I, I'm gonna take over because I was watching the cameras when it happened so it was really funny so i grabbed a camera and went up with my sister and i didn't know it was leg um no wait what, what was it i think it was it was another word that spooked them out and then my sister so i was like okay i'm gonna go up there i'm gonna go check out and my sister was like okay i'll go back upstairs with you so i grabbed a camera i went up and as i grab the spirit box to check what's going on it said leg i'm like i look at my at my sister look look what it's saying and it says leg and we were freaking out because everybody was complaining about their legs and i just put it down and it was it was unique it was it was really crazy i don't remember all of the details but i know it said other words that were really fitting with the situation so yeah <laughs> it's kind of crazy what happens sometimes hmm Oh man, those places, they're a complete mystery for me. I wish we could oh, find yeah. a way to explain this. Do you think like at some point, like we're gonna find a way to explain these things or we're gonna find like an absolute science that proves everything? Do you think we'll be able to do that at some point? Or it will always be a mystery? I mean, you seen how much technology has grown in 20 years? It'll probably happen one day. It'll happen one day. Maybe not before our time, but I feel like for sure one day it'll happen. But someone will find a way to be able to just go to a place and just conjure a spirit up without any like hassle. Or, you know, if it exists. Yeah, I, I don't know for me, honestly. I mean, our science is developing at a really fast rate, though we have reached a plateau on certain technologies, but there's some other technologies that are going through the roof. 
Maybe with AI, we'll be able to figure out something out. Maybe they'll guide us on a certain path to discovery. I don't know. I feel like it's always going to be kind of a mystery because it's like one of the oldest questions on Earth is what happens after life. And I think it's going to take a very, very, very long time. But I definitely feel like there's an energy that binds us and connects us. Uh, because I don't know for you, but have you ever had like situations where like, oh, I'm trying to make this thing happen and it just doesn't want to work. And like, I'm trying to book this trip, for example, and it's like, oh, my credit card has been refused. Oh, it's not working. And then all of a sudden I'm, I'm making a post on Facebook and I'm like, oh, I'm going to Spain for this date and this date. The day before my card gets reactivated and then my best friend reaches out to me and she's like, wait, there's my wedding coming up. You can't miss that. I'm like, oh my God, I almost booked a trip before and missed my friend's wedding. Like, what are the odds? Like my card's failing and me reaching out on the internet and like, you know, figuring this out. And then I, I get contact saying like, no, there's, there's like my wedding going on. You can't book it now. And I was like, this is just crazy. Have you ever had like situations like these happen? Like what are the odds it happens? Not really. I mean, if I can't, I maybe it has, like I said, I just can't remember it. My long-term memory is not that good. Unless it's like hit me very hard to the point where it's like stuck in my memory for the entirety of my life. But situations like that, I don't really think so. I've had so many of those happen. It's it's kind of insane. There's a friend of mine, the person I've been to the wedding to, always like that. Like, when things are not supposed to happen, they just don't happen, and all of a sudden they happen in another way, and it just makes the whole situation better. It's just crazy for me. Um, oh, What was the thing? I wanted to ask you a question. Damn it. <laughs> Um, uh, let me ask you this thing uh, would you prefer to explore haunted places alone or with a group and why I know I mentioned earlier that it's safer to go with a group but if you ignore that advice would you do it alone or with somebody I would probably do it with somebody first like I don't feel like I have enough you know, I don't think I have to go in ads and go by myself, the first of all, because I'm not like that confident that nothing exists. So I'd probably <laughs> would want to share that with some other friends, <laughs> just in case. <laughs> it's really weird because I'm not scared of ghosts or anything, but yet at the same time, I would not go alone just in case that 0.01% chance something happened. I'm like, <laughs> I'm not a gambler at all. I would just never go alone. Just just to make sure something unexpected happens but you gotta yeah. admit though the, th the thrill of going and not knowing what's gonna happen uh, oh man it gets your adrenaline pumping for sure <laughs> it's quite the rush just for the excitement whether you believe in ghosts or not it's it's worth it but make sure you go with a group of friends oh um if you would go with friends would you have fun pranking them would you do like pranks to them to scare them or you would be like very professional and try not to scare them off so <laughs> here's the thing is i like scaring my friends regardless because i think it's fun so i'd probably would take an opportunity to just like creep up on them because the one thing i can do somehow some way is i can walk silently if i want to so I can, like, be very quiet with my steps. 
silent death scare. <laughs> yes. Oh <laughs> uh, man, I would totally. Pro I would. I didn't do anything when I was there to prank people, but I kind of felt like it sometimes. But I'm like, look, I'm new to this team. They don't know me. I'm not gonna be a jerk and do stuff like that. But it was very tempting at some point. Though, if you play with me on Phasmophobia, I am reckless. <laughs> you know what I love doing at Phasmophobia? <laughs> I would just. So people are like, okay, I'm going inside the house. I'm going to go check out this corner. I would follow them without saying in a word and just just follow them really closely. So then when they turn around, they just see me in my dumb face. The number of time I scared people doing that. It's so funny. They would absolutely hate me. But they would do it to me and I got scared and it, it would be, you know, <laughs> it would be fair. Oh, man. Well, yeah, a lot of stuff going on. It's it's crazy. I think with do you think that internet is really beneficial for us to know more about these, you know, paranormal activities, gather up intel and try to figure out what's going on? Do you think that it's it's very beneficial? Yeah, you know what? Yeah, there's a lot of people who are actually still like going out doing like investigations themselves, even if it's maybe not someone who's a big channel or people who do it on, you know, certain TV channels or cable networks. But there are people who do go out there and maybe there are people who actually have situations and they try to show their living with what they're dealing with. Like there's some people on TikTok who do that. There was like one person that came across where apparently i'm not i you know like i said i'm not there to experience it myself so i can't really believe it through a screen but some of the of the happenings that go on in their house are like extreme like they want to say like it's a demon that's like infect like this in their house like causing like all this ruckus and it's kind of hard to like either believe or not believe because sometimes it's like way past what you would think would happen with someone who's paranormal but, you know, we don't know still. And especially, like, when you come across all these, like, ghosts that are different, like demons or one. Like, especially how Phasmophobia has all those different types of ghosts. I didn't even know all those different types of ghosts existed until that game came out. But I knew demons existed. But you just don't know what to believe. Unless you experience it. But if it's a demon, I don't want to experience it. Yeah. It's it's really cool because I think phasmophobia is, is is a really good reference to figure out like the different types of ghosts and they give you really good information now. If is if this if that is this information true or not? I don't know because it's a video game. There's fiction, uh, but um, like, do you actually like believe like a demon could? be out there and take over somebody's body and take over do you actually believe in any of those stuff because i feel like ghosts and demons are like two separate things you know what I, another thing to think about because like you do have um exorcism exist now there's sometimes you can't really explain how these people just like change from like i'm not sure it's hard because you're never there to experience like someone who is being possessed by an entity or if they're just playing because i don't know and just you can't tell unless you're experiencing yourself but once again i wouldn't want to be possessed by a demon especially if after the stuff you look at what do you 
people go through. Because what was that one story? How a woman was like exercised like ninety times, and then she just like kind of died. That's weird. Never heard about that one. I can't. It's an old story, like from like the seventies. It's. I have to go back and look at it. It's been a minute since I've read up on it myself, but she was like possessed and he went through so many exorcisms and I can't remember what actually killed her. It wasn't like, like, natural causes. It was something else. Hmm. That's really odd. I don't really believe that there's like demons that can take over bodies. It just doesn't make sense to me. I don't know. I just need to be proven but wrong, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's just based on like what people believe. I mean, if you don't really believe in like a heaven and hell, or you believe in, you know, if you're um, I can't, th I can't even remember what I am anymore because I don't really don't care about religion that much. But it just, I honestly just think it really just depends on what your belief is. If you are going to believe it, you're going to expect it to happen. If you're going after an investigation to find something. Or just something your mind is already telling you something's going to happen regardless if you're not if you're going to it. I feel like if you go on an investigation to try to find if afterlife exists or there are spirits that are just in the purgatory system somehow that it, people figure out that exists. Just go in with an empty mind or like go in with an open mind and don't expect something to just happen and just go about your way. And if something happens, something happens. If something doesn't happen, well, it kind of proves the point at that point. And then you just keep doing it until something maybe does happen. Yeah, it's like a lot of people, they, if you don't go with an open mind and some people, they will look for the end, like they will have questions and they will look for the answer they want. Um, I had the word on the tip of my tongue. They're, they're kind of like self-fulfilling prophecies. It's like if you're looking for something, you will find it if you look hard enough. And I think having an open mind is very important when you're going to paranormal investigation because people tend to jump on conclusions really quickly. Oh, the chair moved. It's a ghost. No, there was a wind gust and something fell and knocked it over. That's what happened. <laughs> and I would say most of the time that's what really happens. Um, so yeah, yeah, I think having an open mind is really important. I was going to say, if you go to investigations, make sure all the windows are closed. <laughs> Good just point. make sure like if, make sure the ac system is off just make sure like you're probably gonna die of heat stroke in the morning but hey it's nighttime so it shouldn't be that bad but ac systems off all the fans are off anything that can blow wind into the house just have it shut just so that nothing can be you know out of the question at least for it if something does happen yeah if there's breaker panels or anything that you can actually turn off uh i would definitely turn these off and just depend on flashlights and bring a jacket because <laughs> uh it can get cold for unex unexpected reasons and batteries too they drain themselves like crazy in these environments i don't know why um when we went to the randolph county asylum we actually had a jacob's jacob's ladder a little spark and the guy would said it would charge the energy for ghosts but uh yeah Go ahead. Say, uh, would you like to one more thing before we end the episode? I was gonna say that's the one thing too that people like to say that ghosts do. They drain the batteries out of anything that's electrical. Like the batteries go flatline quickly. 
Maybe... I don't know. There's a lot of questions, and some of the things you said, like, it kind of, like, teeters on, like, maybe there were, but nothing really physical happened, and that's what I wanted to see, too. But, electrical-wise, maybe. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. I kind of believe there's some sort of link, but I can tell you for sure the batteries were draining unexpectedly on their cameras, and the guys, they were like, no, no, these are supposed to last an hour, not five minutes. They were kind of freaking out, but they they brought a bunch. But yeah, so uh, anything else you'd like to add, Whiplash, before we end the episode? I think I'm good. Just be careful if you go and investigate this Halloween. Yeah, please stay safe. Yeah, All right, don't then. get yourself in trouble, and don't break into any places to try to do any investigations, because it won't be worth it. <laughs> yeah, make sure you're authorized to go to these places. If you're going to be doing paranormal activities on your own, first of all, you shouldn't be by your own. Second, make sure you're actually authorized on the property, because it can be owned by somebody, and you can. this trip can end up in a very bad situation. So please make sure you got the proper authorizations and have the proper safety equipment and let people know what you're doing so that if something happened to you, they can start searching for you if something were to happen. You could hurt yourself, go through a floor. There's a lot of things that can happen in those old houses and old places. So please stay safe and have backups. Yeah. Well, I think this concludes the episode. Thank you uh, for joining us through the unknown. It is that time of the month where we will be doing more Halloween-like episodes. Be sure to stay tuned for the last week of October because we're going to do something quite different and exciting. So see you guys next week on Top Dogs. You guys take care and have a lovely day and a lovely night. And uh, yeah, spooky time. Good night. Good night, everybody. And we're good. Man, I was so nervous to do so this whole thing by myself. <laughs> I was starting to run out of questions. And then, then she comes back in with that voice. Oh, man. Oh, that was All fun, right. though. Oh, there's there's it so was. many things I could have told about the story, but I, I could have sp- spent the whole episode just talking on my own. <laughs> so. Are you really just cheating? Right. Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. What did you guys think? Did you like the episode? Yeah, seemed good so far. Yeah, so that's, uh, yeah it's okay. It's <laughs> a very good topic. Come on, bud.